In 2011, a cracked-up group of friends was driven to podcast by a desire to role-play for a system they couldn't commit to. Those characters promptly escaped from a maximum security time tower to the drow-infested Underdark. Today, still wanted by listening audiences, they survive, despite Thorne's best efforts, as gamers of fantasy. If you have a love of storytelling, if you can get past the nerd rage of house rule system, and if you subscribe on iTunes, maybe you can find the time to listen to the Death D4 team. They are Eric, Faceman Peck, Daniel, Howling Mad Murdoch, Genesee, she would kill me if I used a nickname gray, Razor, B, a guest, Baracus, and Tinzian, Hannibal Smith. In our last episode, we've had many recaps, but the party was successful in deactivating Designation Razor. Sure, his name is Razor, but, well, we've just added to it. Uh, for an administrative note, tonight uh, Razor returns, and we're going to have a bit of an RP session this time around. Uh, figured it would be a fair shot to give him a chance uh, to interact with the cast on a, a more direct basis. So, party is in this workshop room that was discovered. Uh, party's managed to deactivate this um, metallic creature, this figurine, and a head, the mechanical head of uh, this warforged, is at Caesar's feet. There appears to still be, however, some degree act of activity. I turn this over to the party, and I'm going to go with Xanatari first. Um, I'd like to get your impressions of the party. How have you been? The fights, all that sort of stuff. Okay. As I recall, it being two weeks ago, uh, Thorn was clinging to this creature and as it falls to pieces I assume that he hits the ground hard and is probably clinging onto one sheet of metal in some way um let's see Cesar was ticked off because he got zapped and wanted to try to preserve something of this so I would assume that he was interested in scrambling over and trying to <laughs> go through the pieces. So I would be watching to see, like, that would be my assumption as Anatari, that he would probably get closer. So I would go towards uh, Designation Razor and kind of keep my swords out, my sword out, kind of looking at it, making sure that it wasn't going to move, because my assumption would be that Cesar was going to scramble over there and start touching it. Okay. Very good. Uh, Thorn. Are you sitting there gnawing on this piece of metal and such or what's smells like burnt dog um I think uh after Razor falls apart um being a warforged um I've got my eyes squeezed tight so I'm still like holding on like I got this guys I got this um actually no that's not the case because I shot it and killed Razor so um yeah, I'm I don't know. I think I'd be interested in in maybe looking through the bits and pieces that are left over and seeing if there's anything valuable for me to claim. Um get like a trophy or something. 
There. I hold in the in my hand the heart of a Terminator. In actuality, you, you you might not be all that far off. There does appear to be some sort of uh, red-colored stone visible within the chest cavity of this Warforged. I'm so sorry, Nate. I'm going to take it. <laughs> <laughs> He's stealing my heart. Well, you know... He's got a thing for red. Okay. So, uh, since most other attention is focused away from Thorn, I'm going to let Thorn get away with grabbing um, this thing. It's probably um, butt size of half your hand. Mm-hmm. And you can, if you close your hand like you're grabbing glass, you can almost get your fingers closed around it. Okay. Um, now I'm going to see whether I can actually... It might be a bit of a weird check. I want to see whether I can determine what it's made of. Okay. Um, now what would you normally want me to roll this as? Do you want to roll this as like a theory check and, and see whether I can identify the gemstone through... Um, let's, let's have you do that for um, this point in time unless you want to be really daring and roll for an arcana. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's roll an arcana. Why not? Mm-hmm. Uh, 13. Whatever it is, it's not glass, and it's not uh, exhibiting the properties of diamond, but the gem is extremely uncut and uh, in a raw form. Mm-hmm. But it does feel magical in some degree. Awesome. All right make some notes. But you're not able to pick up a sort of a value or something very specific much more beyond that. Okay, and you said it was red in color, right? Mm-hmm. Is this like the last drop of blood from a dragon's heart? Kind of. Pretty cool. Well, yeah, Braveheart. Uh, is it Braveheart? Yeah, Bra- no. Dragonheart. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there weren't any dragons in Braveheart. <laughs> that would have been awesome, <laughs> though. That would have been awesome. Mel Gibson, dragonfly over. <laughs> there with the long shanks. Our lives, but they may will never take our freedom. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then Dennis Food Quaid sort of rolls the forest. <laughs> Dennis Quaid. He's he's he hasn't been around for a while, has he? Razor. And it falls off the tracks. Razor, are you there? <laughs> yep, I'm here. No, Razor, are you there? Are you really, really there? I mean, you know, what, all these inputs that you had, just really, you're not quite sure if you're there or not, but your optics seem to still work. Well, I guess, uh, Systems, critical damage, self-check in progress. Okay. Major motor functions, inoperable. Okay. Are you going to be kind of flapping the mouth a little bit? Is that going to be part of the test? You know, is there anything uh, that... Oh, there. well, there's no mouth to him, so he's just kind of... It's just a solid, solid jaw there, so it's just kind of audio it's it's kind of crackly because he's it's kind of messed up at the moment but uh 
Yeah, he's uh, just running the self-diagnostic, and uh, things aren't looking good. Okay, so, um, so you're 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 kind of you're kind of rocking the Optimus Prime or uh, Shockwave, Soundwave um, look there. Okay. Yep. yep. All right. Um, Cesar, is it Christmas? <laughs> I think the- it's Christmas. Hanukkah and Kwanzaa all rolled into one. Kwanzaa. Well, I would love to see that outfit. <laughs> All right, I'll be right back. <laughs> you forgot a very serious Ramadan. <laughs> you have attempted to salvage uh, some of this junk. That was sort of your hope. Um, you saw Thorn get in there and uh, be the absolutely vicious brute to technology that uh, he could possibly be how, how droll but um you hear something that sounds uh promising perhaps from the head okay down on his hands and knees Cesar goes immediately already pulling out tools uh from his belt and he bends over the head uh he doesn't even move it at first he tries to just uh see sort of how it's laying if it's damaged see if there's anything loose that if he picks it up it might damage it does he see anything like that that uh that might that might be bad for him to handle it, kind of like when you're, you don't want to move someone who's been injured in case there's something wrong with their back or anything like that. Are there any like loose parts that might get damaged more in in moving the head? Um, there's a couple loose things that you know you you could you could tighten up, but um, of note, there appears to be around what might be, um, and my medical terms are failing me because uh, it's a little bit sleepy time here, but. Um, Around where the neck would be, the uh, jugular, not the jugular, but the esophagus, the spine. <laughs> okay. Where 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 the spine where the spine would connect into the base of the skull. Mm-hmm. Um, it's sort of ripped and torn, but there is a blue electrical crackle, crackling kind of aura that seems to be clinging to that. Uh, that spot. Okay. Hmm. And Xanatari, you would actually be able to make notice of this electrical something happening on here. Okay. I would poke him very far away from that spot with my sword and edge his head away from Caesar's hands and go, don't touch that. Hey! (laughs) That is voltage or something bad. Let's let's take a moment and look at that. I'm familiar with ACDC. Don't worry. <laughs> I know you are. How's bells, lady? <laughs> I would oh, man, glare you're, menacingly. You're yeah, I would glare menacingly at the head and lean down toward it, my sword raised above its eye, and just give it the impression that if it makes any. Any sudden noises, I'm going to stab it in the eye. In the, in the whole monkey computer scenario. Razor, you, you've encountered uh, what appears to be a two-dimensional plane right at the start of your optical sensors. <laughs> <laughs> well, he'd, he'd look up and... I guess he can he can see Genesee or uh, Xanatari here now. And uh, what are you breathers doing looking at me? Poking gently in the eye. 
Stop that! Stop that! What happened? Uh, you you seem to have uh, had some uh, physical uh, uh, breakdown here. I'm uh, I'm seeing what uh, I can possibly do to uh, to keep your systems uh, going. Do you have any uh, maybe technical uh, hints? I'm not very familiar with your model. I have system corruption that I've detected. I have been able to isolate, but not purge the corruption. You might have a, a little bit of an issue with that. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> you are beheaded. You fail spectacularly. There's that. <laughs> that. That would explain the lack of motor control. I would like to run up to the group with um, Razor's leg in my mouth, kind of like a dog would have when he picks up a stick. I like pant a little bit, like. <laughs> Okay. Um, well, uh, whether whether it be for insult or injury or just simply a, a, a sharing bonding moment by Thorn, um, or perhaps jealousy over the fact that Cesar perhaps may be getting a pet that he will be able to name. Um, regrettably, uh, uh, Razor, um, you're staring at your own leg. Breather, that is that's mine. That not that is yours. not yours. <laughs> <laughs> I um I'm gonna take out my knife and uh scratch my name into his leg. No, no. Uh Razor, what what was your uh chassis body type? Uh was did it have any of the was it one of the adamantiums or um, any of the DR chassis or um, base chassis? It was just the uh it was some of the some of the adamantium had been added a, along the legs, I guess. Kruger had been doing some some work on it, okay. um, and had done some upgrades, but not uh, not everything. Is there was plate armor? Uh, well, uh, congratulations. We're going to be able to keep um, Thorn occupied for uh, a couple minutes until he finds a good spot. But eventually, since he's persistent like that, uh, you'll probably wind up with um, your name carved. A special the, tattoo. A special tattoo that'll be especially difficult to buff out and um, <laughs> be difficult <laughs> to explain. Merely a scratch. It's going to take a lot of body work to get that fixed. Well, you know, this is sort of the tram stamp that you may want to keep around. It might be worth something someday. <sighs> no disassemble number five. <laughs> uh, Cesar. Uh, so, uh, I believe you, you said your designation was, uh, was Razor, is that correct? That is correct. Designation Razor. I am a combat designation from the house Kenneth. Hmm. I'd like to have been at this stage. Um, he's talking an awful lot for for a robot that's got you know disassembled, but also he's sharing a lot of information. I, uh, can, we trust, I can we trust this? Well, uh, I think he has a, a lot to to gain from uh, helping us at this point. What I was going to propose, uh, Razor, is that. Uh, 
if you uh, require or would like assistance in uh, gaining some of your uh, motor function back, as you put it, I would be uh, happy to do so in uh, exchange for possibly either some uh, information or uh, aid or, or perhaps both. What sort of information breather? Uh, well, uh, <clears throat> first of all, who, uh, who programmed you? I was created in the Arcane Forges of the House Caneth for the last war. Mm-hmm. After the mage Tyros destroyed the House Vandor, the war ended. We were banished. And I began to roam without a home. And that's how I came to meet the mage Krugor. I assume that he has been dispatched. Do we act, did we actually know that that was his name? DM? No. <laughs> um, uh, perhaps. To, do you mean that, uh, that ugly guy back in that other room? <laughs> Deceitful. Deceitful? Mm-hmm. Yes, that would be him. Oh, so, uh, what he, uh, did he, uh, take you in? Did you offer your aid freely? Are you, uh, were you I enslaved to him in some way? Krugor <laughs> produced the plate upgrades that you see on my torso and arms. He also provided the weaponry mm -hmm. and some upgrades in, in this shop here. I'm unsure how he was able to force me into this stasis but I believe it has to do with this corruption system that I seem to have. I'm unable to purge, but have contained for the time being. Huh. Uh, sounds like he's been doing a little tinkering of his own. Do, uh... Let's see here. Uh, do you mind if I, if I take a little look back here? Oh. Uh. I don't believe there's much option. Feel free, breather. Cesar uh, sort of tilts the head back and tries to get access to somewhere, possibly, uh, you know, checking out the uh, that area with the the voltage or the you know some the arcing, and okay. uh, maybe uh, I don't know if that'd be an arcane check or something like that. Uh, let's go for let's go for an arcane check. Okay. But as you're rolling that, um, let's check in with Xanatari here. You've poked it in the eye. Mm-hmm. You've attempted to intimidate it. Yes. You've gotten a lot of song quotes from it. Yes. Potential pity story. Mm, I have... Xanatari is not assured of anything that it's saying right now. It, it has not been anything but insulting since we destroyed it. And I'm watching Cesar very carefully because a certain amount of bargaining and assembling is fine, but I think that when this thing is fully assembled, it's just going to attack us again. And I'm not moved by its pitiful story. Do you want to kick it? Um, I'll just poke it in the eye again. <laughs> so... Ah. <what> is <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, anything else that you would like to do as far as uh, around the room, 
to check out or with the electrical aura. I would like to try to determine the source of the lightning abilities or lightning resistance abilities it seems to have, which I'm guessing are connected to its spine because that's where I'm seeing the source. But I don't have a lot of electrical knowledge as far as tech. So, you know, I'm going to try to look at the torso and see if I can find the other parts of him, see okay. if there's something there to learn. Okay. And also, if you wish to make a religion check, you may um, try to consult as well. Yeah, let's do that. Uh, 19. Okay. Um, while you are digging through stuff, we'll have uh, you go to pause momentarily. We'll pick up with Cesar, and then we'll come back with you. Okay. Okay. Cesar? Okay. I'm going to roll an Arcana check with a physical dice, a physical die for the first time since I've been on the show. Hey. 30. That's a good one to start with. It is. Hey. With a with a D20 from a special listener. I was sent a, a care package when I moved in. Very active listener. I give you three guesses who. Whoa, really? Mm-hmm. Oh. It's very kind. Very nice. Um, so what would you like to know, Cesar? Well, I want to see if I can, I mean, like I said, I'm rather unfamiliar with the, he was unfamiliar with this kind of uh, creation specifically. He's heard of the house Caneth mm-hmm. since it's kind of all in that, that vein of, of what he's familiar with, but uh, he's never had a chance to get his hands on something like this. So he's looking for, you know, in our world, like something like, you know, uh, you know, it would be circuitry in our computers, you know, something where, you know, maybe there's a, you know, a resistor chip, you know, like on a, a droid from Star Wars or something like that, something that he can find that maybe he can find the source of this corruption or something like that, something that he can get access to to uh, to hack in and uh, and make the changes necessary to remove the, the corruption that uh, Razor mentioned. Okay. Uh, you find some rather... Compared to compared to what you've been making at this point in time with your little uh, robots... Mm-hmm. You find familiar but much more advanced um, parts. Mm -hmm. And you can find that there are a number of um, parts that look like they've been badly welded, burned, dipped in acid wrong. There's just some, some craftsmanship in here that is not original. Like okay. either something was trying to be bypassed or maybe a supercharge gone wrong. Okay. Um, there's a lot of, a lot of nice, really cool parts, but somebody's gone through here with the equivalent of a baseball bat Yeah. on some boards. Um, I mean, a lot of, a lot, of, lot of arcing and sparking. Yeah. Does it seem to be repairable at all? It seems uh, very jury-riggable. Well, that but, sounds like right up my alley. But it's to really feel confident about the jury rig would probably be far more time than you may have um, during the course of this adventure. 
It's going to be kind of very spitball. <clears throat> hmm. Well, uh, I'm seeing a lot of uh, shoddy workmanship up in here, and it doesn't seem to be uh, original. I would uh, imagine from what I've heard of House Kenneth that this would definitely not be their, their hand. I'm guessing this is the work of said deceitful mage in the other room. And uh, I don't know what I can do with the time that we have right now to, uh, to take care of it for you, unfortunately. Uh, I uh, don't know what to say. I, I would like to get my hands dirty with this, but we have pressing matters on our hands, I think. We should okay. bundle them up in a net and throw them on our back. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and then we can get a lot of drow to shoot arrows at it that will never hit. <laughs> um, Sanitari, you're actually doing a rather nice job of uh, sniffing around to find out uh, some sort of source or ancillary to the the neck. You do find um, that there is a similar patch of um, electrical aura in the chest cavity where your uh, ranged attack during the battle mm-hmm. hit, sort of pierced it, and then it looks like um, there's a grouping of crystals, and it looks like it might have supercharged your um, shot on the inside. There's a good amount of damage... But the hmm. feeling is kind of similar, but potentially fuzzy math. Okay. Is there any way I can remove these crystals? Are they securely fastened? Uh, you'd probably be able to figure out how to get them out. Okay. I would like to remove them and keep them. Okay. Uh. Do you try putting them in your pocket or anywhere like that? Or touch touch them, or are you just trying to grab like a base of something and not touch them? Well, you said they look charged, as though they would give off some sort of spark and such. Um, I do not know... I mean, I have have resist lightning and resist thunder, plus five. Mm -hmm. But I would take... I guess I would take precautions to use some sort of you know, cloth or something to pick them up, and I wouldn't put them in the pouch that had the uh, the drow badge. I'd make sure I put them in a different pouch, leather. Okay. Um, you feel that with what, with what you did with your magic potentially being the cause of this, you are unsure if this is a religious event or just weird science. Okay. My intention is to eventually rake something that it's part of my short sword and I could direct lightning more mm-hmm. clearly. Okay. Uh, Thorn. You've finally managed to uh, get your name in some elaborate script or non-elaborate script, up to you. And say T and F with a heart around it. Has 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 the uh, the new designation on razor 
Um, made you bored now, or what you going to do? I'd say so. I'm done. I'm going to drop the leg just where I'm standing. <laughs> just clang. Uh, clang. Okay. Look around, kind of bored, and I'll see, um, because this is a lab, mm-hmm. a bunch of parts sitting on the table that I was like attempting to pilfer while we were in the middle of the fight with okay. uh, Razor to begin with. So, uh, I'm going to go and start looking for valuable objects like gold wiring and, um, you know, things like that, just, you know, for contact and, and things like that that could be valuable, you know, precious metals and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, you can go around and you find, you know, some some bits, some wire, uh, a few bits of technology that don't look familiar to you. But you do happen to stumble across a, for lack of a better description, what looks something looks like a cooler. Okay. Cooler. Sort of an, an, an ice chest. I thought you said crueler. That Sorry. would be neat. <laughs> right. Um, Donuts for everybody. Yeah. Crawler. I'm gonna open it. Okay. Of course. There- why am I? Why, why would we have to ask that? Yes, I'm opening the, the chest. Um, on the inside, uh, it's packed with ice. Um, there's some sort of magical ice uh, that is keeping things inside very cold. There are six bottles of some sort of liquid. Each is a different color. Oh, Jesus. Mm-mm. They also all have heavy, heavy stoppers. Excellent. Possibly. Let's have to stop me. Come on. <laughs> all right. Um, ensuring that I have my my gloves on, um, I would, um, you know, still in my my shifter form, um, using the solve the wolf ability. Um, where my claws are a little bit longer, I would basically um, pick one of the bottles up and have a look at it. Um, sort of just holding it just above the, the ice chest and not pulling it all the way out. So I could just okay. sort of have a look at each one and then put them back. Um, are there any labels on them? Um, this is Riptide Rush. <laughs> <laughs> no. This, this may give new meaning to the orange one. Of course Orange Crush. <laughs> Uh, it looks like there was space for labels a long time ago, or at least some sort of scrawl and marking on each of the vial. Uh, the one that makes you the most curious, though, um, is instead of being a slim tube-style vial, it's more of your classic uh, round-bottomed uh, potion bottle. Flask. Like a flask? Kind of I like guess. a flask, yes. Okay. And this one is uh, one of your favorite colors. Bright cherry red. Yes. Um, Alright. I will look at it with wonder. Okay. Um, do you leave it in the ice? Or do you no. take it fully out of the way? Take it, I'm taking it fully out because I'm going to stand up, um, sort of 
you know, when you find find something of, of amazement, you don't sort of just crouch there and look at it. You sort of stand up and hold it to the light. Okay. So um, I'm going to hold it up to the, the little source of light that is possible uh, in this room okay. and, and look at it. All right. Uh, we will let a little time pass while you gaze. Razor, you see this group starting to do things that isn't necessarily involving much more than poking you in the eye. Am I able to see Xanatari rummaging through my chest? Uh, yes, and I, I almost want to say that whatever database or alarm system that you may have installed to keep people from pilfering and, and, and uh, stealing things... Um, must be driving you absolutely bat you know what right now because Thorn is by no means being subtle whatsoever. Breather, that is not for your hands. That was created in the Arcane Forges and is not meant for skin toting breathers <laughs> like you. That is a superior piece of technology. Leave it be. See, Cesar. See. I would beg. I would beg to differ, Tin Man. I believe I have the hands, and you do not. So, uh, what I do with this little object here is my own, and you can't stop me. So, ha ha, ha 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 ha, ha. Okay. What uh what is he holding there, Razor? The liquid I am unsure. It isn't anything of mine. I have no clue what that is. The red gem that he stole <laughs> Oh, yes. Well, you'll have to get used to that if you're around him much. I didn't steal a red that... gem, you can't prevent it. He's a liar. He tried to kill us. Who are you gonna believe? The red gem is a power crystal from the forges. I can already feel my power decreasing. That is not meant for your hands. Or return it immediately. No. I didn't take anything. Because I am changing my ways. And <laughs> I am going to roll a bluff check. Bluff check incoming. Yep. Did I see him do this? Well, what, what's your, what, what is your bluff roll, Daniel. dear Thorn? It's a what? A 19. A 19, okay. Well, Xanatari. 28 is my... Passive perception. Passive well, insight. Passive insight, rather. Okay, well... Uh, something... Something could smell like roses for a moment, but there's the odiferous little, you know, back back whiff of uh, a thorn, or, you know... You're, you're not quite buying the whole sheet there. I'm going to ask Razor. Razor, what... 
what is the necessity of this uncut shiny gem to you? What can you function without this gem? Clearly you are. What happens when your power decreases further? If my power is allowed to decrease further, I will shut down. And this is your power source? The red crystal that the furry one took. Yes, that is a power system. A power system. There are multiple. As a superior being to you, I have more than one (laughs) power source available. Um, At this, my eyes would get really big, and I'd be like, there is? (laughs) I would poke him in the eye again. Cesar picks up his head and cradles it protectively. (laughs) Don't you touch! (laughs) Poking the optical area. The optical works fine. It is one of the few systems I have working right now. Thorn. If you leave it. Thorn? (laughs) Cesar, Cesar might have a friend that, that you don't have. I think I have a power gen that Razor doesn't have, so I'm okay. <laughs> is, that, is that friend okay. personal hygiene? Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, wait for it. Wait for it, Cesar. Mm. Now, that, now that you're getting ahead in life. Mm. Uh, uh, welcome back, everyone. Thank you. There we go. Jumping that awkward border. <laughs> um. Yeah. So that you you've you've kind of heard the exchange. Uh, you you've grabbed up um. Razor's head, and uh, I'll I'll say that while you're. All this talking has been going on and stuff. You've managed to stabilize the couple of bits that you've been able to get to. Okay, cool. So nothing appears to come going, uh, fear to go clang or a stray bolt doesn't suddenly fall to the ground. Mm-hmm. Uh, nothing seems to be rattling too badly. Okay. Um, you do realize, though, after a moment that um, the head is upside down. sorry about that (laughs) Razor Ah. Ah. the world is wrapped up again (laughs) wonderful you're coming to the logical conclusion perhaps that your mobility at this point in time is reliant on one of these stinking breathers how does that make you feel oh as a superior being to these breathers, that's extremely troubling. Okay. But at the time being, it seems that I don't have much option. Okay. Mm-hmm. What do you breathers intend to do with my wonderful superior body? Oh, well, uh, we're taking it all. Don't you worry. Yep, selling it on the black market. Mm-hmm. You'll fetch a pretty How exactly do you frail creatures intend to lift that? Don't. Going to drag it. We're going to disassemble it piece by piece and use it for scrap metal and research. Do you still have your hammers? I think we can drive some of the bolts out. 
<laughs> Seriously, how many pieces? We've got a torso, you know, two arms, two legs. That's just it. Or is it broken into shattered pieces? Yeah. For the for the most part, the ma- the major bits, and there's some you know side damage. It looks like a car wreck. I would or- say to the party, Cesar, you know we can't carry this. It's way too heavy, and we can't assemble him. He's just going to kill us. Why don't you look and see what you can use here, and we'll just move on. If you want to take the head, fine, but these pieces can't go with us. They're too heavy. Do you, would it be possible to assemble the body? Mm, you could probably mock up most of the body. Quickly enough that it could... Uh, uh, Razor, if we were to uh, uh, cobble together the, the bits of your body that we have here, do you, do you think... Uh, it seems the, that I might need to uh, keep the head separate for now. Do you think we would be able to uh, keep it walking with us? Without the input from my central system, the main body would not function. Good, or would have hands crawling across the floor trying to assemble themselves into his head. Would it would be very bad. <laughs> how, how, about, how about this sanitary? Let's uh, let's put his legs on and his head on. Keep his arms. Feel okay with that? I've got this image of like sticking two legs up ahead of the neck portion of the of Razor, <laughs> and then just sort of just a walking head. It, mm-hmm. it, Can it's, we... like, it's it's like that classic toy that's got the hard hat and the two feet underneath <laughs> it. It just kind of pops <laughs> yeah, exactly. around. I think I'm okay with that. Do we want? We ch- what do we want to do with him though? He's All clearly right. hostile. Well, uh, Thorn here can see that, at the very least, this is the workmanship behind this makes this one of the most valuable objects we've come across. Uh, but uh, it sounds like if uh, Krugor can turn him to his purposes, perhaps we could as well. You've seen uh, what uh, advantages uh, certain mechanisms can do for us from uh, the, the things that I've created. I would, uh, I would think that either he would serve a good tool, or depending on his uh, familiarity with the area, you know, uh, at least an information source as well. Can you wipe his memory? Ah, uh, it seems like tinkering more finely with the the inner workings of uh, the the CPU behind him would take some time. Uh, perhaps if I had a uh, quite an extended period uh, to sit with him, perhaps after we've uh, routed this source of. Uh, of uh, the the drow infestation, but uh, until then, I don't think I would have the time to do that. No. Okay. Is there a switch that says kill and then not kill? <laughs> I'm sure switch? you would have already found it and switched it back and forth like ten times. Yes. <laughs> kill, not kill, kill, not kill. Which one are we gonna pick? <laughs> can can we? I'd like to search the room because we were going to do that before he jumped us. Is there anything other than the wires and bits that Thorn stole that there's a door or something? Like, is there a way through this room? What What's the layout of what we're looking at? Uh, there appears to be some manner of uh, doorway. Um, there's a half-circle part of the room. And it's got a full set of bookcase and um, shelving for different components. There is a what appears to be a secret door that was left unlatched. So it's just sticking out, but you kind of have to not look at the bookcase straight on. If you look from the side, you'll see that there's something misaligned, and you'd be able to find it. 
Okay. I would, I guess, like to roll a perception and see if I can find that. Okay. 23. Oh, yes. You are able to find it. Okay. Then I would suggest to the party that, hey, guys, maybe we should move on. Um, take him with us if you want, Cesar, but then you're responsible if he starts kicking people. Uh, we, I think uh, with the, the handiness with which we were able to dispatch him with uh, his arms and a weapon, I think we'll be all right with uh, with him just be-legged. He was he was wielding a great. What was he wielding? Some really large great weapons. Axe. Great axe. Great okay. Axe. Yeah, that's yep. not not anything I think any of us could use. Yes. Mm, you are correct. <laughs> It'd be you if anybody. Yeah. Um, I'd like to. All right. So I've got a few things that I've got to do. Like I still got to analyze the rest of this liquid that I'm holding. Mm-hmm. Um. So I would like to. So obviously I can't tell what it is. I, I can only just tell it's cherry red. Well, you look away for a couple moments and then look back, and um, the bottle has gotten warmer. Mm-hmm. And you're not sure if that's just you know heading towards ambient temp or whatever. But there seems to be more liquid or whatever in the flask than there was when you were last looking at it. Mm-hmm. All right. Um... Here goes nothing. I'm going to take off the, the stopper and I'm going to basically run my knife around the, the edge of the stopper and break, make sure that I break the seal, if there is okay. one. Um, and then I'm going to pull um, as hard as I need to to basically pull the stopper out. And what I'm going to do, I'm going to grab it between two fingers and my thumb on top and I'm going to twist backwards okay. and forwards until it comes out. Xanatari, you see Thorn starting to uh, either dance madly or uh, do something physical um, over around this cooler of liquid with a stopper that with a container that he's holding. Any concern with this? Yes, I'm going to scream at him to wait and see if he reacts in any way, and yell to Cesar, Cesar, look out, so he becomes aware of the fact okay. that Thorn has got a unidentified liquid in his hand. Um, Thorn? Mm-hmm? There is the potential that uh, you are not the only one that has, that, uh, sorry, Cesar is not the only one that has made a friend tonight. Mm-hmm. Because... While Xanatari is shouting, you you seem to see what looks to be a multitude of yellow eyes appear across the whatever is in this stopper. I'm happy. No, you're not going to be happy, I don't think. And the volume of whatever it is in this appears to be increasing so as it is starting to head towards the outside of the bottle. Alright. Um, I'm going to stop 
pulling on the stopper so I know that it's at least somewhat loose enough. Okay. And tap on the bottle when I see the eyes. Yep. Um, you count at least a hundred eyes. Suddenly whip to your attention. Ooh. Um, I'm going to put, place my finger against the glass and see what it does. Like, does it move closer to my finger as if it wants to, like, sit on my hand, or does it move away, or does it get like hostile, like a spider in a glass? Or <laughs> um, it it just seems to keep filling up the container. Um, not really uniform, but on, on one side, it looks like there's, uh, thin strands or tendrils of something that is trying to reach towards the, um, stopper. stopper. Yep. It's Barbara Eaton. Let her out. (laughs) I got a genie. Hooray. Um. Where would we be if we didn't take risks? I'm going to throw caution to the wind and take the stopper out. Shocked. Totally shocked. (laughs) Everybody, take a drink. (laughs) A large number of what appear to be mossy-covered tendrils quickly climb and sort of swirl out the top of the uh, stopper. Mm-hmm. And two whip out additionally from the um, from the flask and wrap around one of the beams in the ceiling. You release Cthulhu. Baby Cthulhu. Cesar? Yes. Uh, your input, please. Uh, pull crossbow out. Okay. Uh, Xanatari. Why do you always shoot my friends? Why? I'm interested in Bert's reaction. Uh, it does not appear to be undead. Okay. Or a shadow, so therefore Bert doesn't seem to care. Okay. To care at the moment. I would turn to Razor and say, "Do you know what that is?" No. Okay, then I would turn toward it and just wait. Okay. Whatever it is starts to crawl out of the test tube or the flask and starts filling go ahead going go on you okay um while it's climbing I'm gonna probably do the stupidest thing in the world because I don't know what it is whether it's acidic or otherwise I'm going to reach out and touch it reach out and touch me okay um, if I roll a 35 versus your reflex. Hits. <laughs> yeah. Okay. The fluid 
changes color to match the pattern of your either skin or fur, depending if you're still changed or not. Yeah, still changed. Okay. He's itching to lose that other hand. And the volume of material spilling out onto the floor from this uh, flask has increased quite considerably. Um, right, I'm, is it enough for me to scoop up in the hand? <laughs> Just, uh, yes. <laughs> Pick it up. Great. Okay. Uh, what you are holding in your hand starts to coalesce into sort of the format of a, um... A face or a head. Clearly not a human face or head. Um, can I identify this with maybe a nature check or a history check maybe? Sure. Um, which would be more prominent nature because it would be a creature? Yeah, nature. Uh, nature. 26. Well... Stepping back for a moment with this stuff forming in your hand, uh, you realize that the things that it's missing seem to be um, taking up a lot of time and or energy. So that the transformation at this point in time is um, pretty slow, but once you put that... Uh, which you just did, mm-hmm. that face starts to coalesce more and more into how you look. So it's starting to look like you, this face. And it's drawing material from somewhere within this either massive goo or back on the, um, the Google side. Not the Google side, but the um, Twilight Zone. The Bing side. <laughs> no, I just had it in my brain. Matrix. Went blur. I'm going to give you the coffee. <laughs> the dark side of the moon. No, it it's just starting. It's just starting to look more and more like you. Ah, uh, like Bizarro World. Kind of. Mm. Is, I'm is, holding is my the, own head. Is this all, all connected? Like all the stuff that's come out of the bottle? Like is it connected to the tendrils that shot up and stuff like that? Uh, yep. Okay. Oh, and um, by the way, this uh, material, you feel it sort of burning or pulling or tugging at your gloves that you said that you're wearing. I'm going to flick it and tell it no. <laughs> okay. Sanitari. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Uh, Thorn appears to be playing with sentient putty. Yes. I'm going to attack it. No! Yes. <laughs> no! With? Oh, let me look. Vigor. Yes, that too. 
All right, something that involves lightning. Here we go. Storm hammer. Okay. Yeah. Let's see. Oh, wow. 28 versus fortitude. Okay, hit. I'd like to in immediate interrupt if I could. It'd be 11 points if you don't. Um, I would basically um, use warding arrow. How um, could you do that if you have your hands full of... Huh. I have one hand full of putty. doesn't mean I can't use my other hand to pull out a... How do you shoot uh, an arrow, arrow without two hands? You can't. With my, with my teeth. You cannot. With my teeth. <laughs> All right, well, doesn't she still need to hit against my, um, my defenses in order to hurt me? I'm not hitting I'm you. Hitting you. I'm shooting the creature. Okay, well, I'm going to shield the creature, then. With your body? Mm-hmm. Okay, I will shoot you right in the back with lightning. Right. Seriously? You really wanted to step in the way? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, 11 points. Uh, it is divine lightning and thunder attack. Um, what okay. does it go against my defense, though? It was versus fortitude. Fortitude? And what yes. did you roll? Uh, 28. Yeah, okay. That's going to hit. That's hard. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, just as it looks like, though, that the eyes of this red mass that are, well, I should say the eyes that, that would be where a normal person's eyes would be on a face. Uh, Thorn steps in, takes the damage, but there's a bit of a bleed through. And the charge is enough that it is still apparently disrupts the goo and causes it to turn all to some form of liquid. Okay. Excellent. Okay. I'm very close to him at this point because it is a melee attack. So I would just look down, see, uh, watch this happening. Okay. Uh, Cesar? Um, well, let's see. She goes up and basically goes to Huddle Hilla. He'll pick up the head. He kind of has it already and sort of walk over to, uh, the the event, the area of the incident, and uh, <clears throat> maybe uh, bend down and take a closer look at the the liquid without touching it. Okay. See what he can see. Um, it appears to be some form of biomass or plant. Hmm. But there is something, a lot of artificial... I'd say colors are sweeteners, but there's a lot of a lot of modification has gone into this particular test tube. This is uh, some sort of uh, modified uh, genetically, uh, some sort of uh, organic material. Uh, I'm not sure quite how to classify it, though. So Cesar has just used a bunch of big words. Mm-hmm. From yeah. the party, any feedback to those particular words? Sanitary. I would ask, Cesar, do you think this was a sentient being, or do you think that it was 
just copying him. Uh, I don't know. What do I think? <laughs> what can I? Is there? What can I tell besides that? Is that you, all I can tell? You can you can guesstimate. You can you know whatever you want to spitball. Okay. Um, it's uh, it's hard to say. It's it's maybe a, a borderline sentient. I, I it perhaps even maybe picks up sentient from those it comes in contact with. I'm not I'm not quite sure. Okay. Razor. Well, seeing Xanatari hit Thorn, I would, uh, so you think that I'm the aggressive one here? You humans' breathers are a strange, strange group. (laughs) You said it, brother. Okay. Actually, um, one other administrative note... Uh, recently we've gotten two reviews on, um, iTunes from people who haven't, uh, paid attention to the actual format of the show or what it means. So, um, we are not meant to be for the hardcore purist. (laughs) Oh, so they weren't good reviews. (laughs) But the they didn't attempt to contact us to clarify or whatever so just as a reminder we know we're running house rules we know that it is not a pure D&D experience this is more of a storyteller and um adventure kind of thing so um take that accordingly and secondly I am falling asleep here, and if I am muttering things about Google off on the side and completely losing my train tracks, I probably am not going to get that far into the next one before you just get 30 minutes of me snoring. <laughs> okay, then that will be our episode for the night. Uh, Xanatari, please take us out. Thank you for listening. You can find out more at deathd4dishonor.com, subscribe on iTunes, or find us on Twitter at deathd4. Please take a listen to the Gray Area Podcast at genesee.com or now signalsmedia.net or .com, where you can also find us to chat. We have a forum there at Signals Media under Death Deformed Dishonor, and hopefully you will listen. Stay tuned for next week as we have a new adventure. <laughs>